0: Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical
1: costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you
3: On DAB Plus, online, via the TalkSport app and on
4: your smart speaker. Exclusive international cricket live, the West Indies versus England. Oh
3: my goodness, what a shot. And the runs are
4: blowing. On TalkSport 2.
3: Hello and welcome to TalkSport2 and our exclusive commentary of the first test match of the series between the West Indies and England. We've reached the final day in Antigua and as it stands, all the results are still technically possible. Day four was another day with weather interruptions. However, by the close of it, England were 217 for one, thanks to Zach Crawley's 117 not out and Joe Root being with him still on 84. It means they lead by 153. So England are in the box seat. The million-dollar question, though, is on a pitch as docile as this? Is there time to force a victory? It's only a three-match series, so a win in the first game would be huge. Or with back-to-back matches, would they be better served, grinding away for as long as week they can? Well, stay with us and find out. Or if that's not just a good enough reason, just stay with us, because the legend that is Sir Curtly Ambrose will be joining us today here on TalkSport 2. But it's high time we got to the commentary team for the first part of today's action because play very close to getting underway. Matt Price alongside Neil Manthorpe.
0: Thank you very much indeed, Andrew McKenna. So Joe Root, 84, not out. Batted beautifully yesterday. And Zach Crawley got better and better and looked more and more assured. Very, very seldom are... um, openers uh, assured from the off. Not even not even Desmond Haynes and Gordon Greenwich uh, looked completely comfortable for the first couple of overs. But uh, unusual sight of the part-time leg spin of Nkrumah Bonner opening the bowling. But that is, of course, because he is finishing an inauspicious over. Um, he's bowled, he's actually bowled four deliveries, two of which were no balls. Um, so uh, he's gone for six in uh, his... Uh, two legal deliveries and um, anyway it's um, going to be in Cromart Bonner to uh, bowl the first ball of the morning in day five. That's short and punched away off the back foot up towards uh, extra cover by Zach Crawley. He remains 117 not out and I'm delighted to say it's an opportunity after the first over to say good morning for the first time in this test match here on Talksport 2 to
5: the one and only Sir Kirtley Ambrose. Thank you very much it's really a pleasure to be a part of this commentary team
0: Curly what um, can the what could Tony Merrick have done differently in term, without getting too technical I'm not a, a, a grounds expert and um, I'm not sure that you've spent much of your your career preparing uh, cricket pitches but um, you know the, there is a benign nature to the pitch at the Sevivian Richards Stadium anyway. Um, Maybe, apart from leaving a little bit more live grass on it, that's flicked away nicely by Crawley. He does enjoy the leg side, Crawley, and uh, yeah, that's just a little bit too straight to him. Whipped it away for a
5: single to deep deep square leg. More more grass? Yes, I think, I think Tony American and his crew should have left more live grass on the surface, add some more water to it, so you have a bit more moisture. And I've seen those types of pitches here in local cricket, where the ball bounce and carry with good pace quite often. So it's not that they can't do it, but what I find, as soon as I mention test match cricket, they tend to just take all the grass off, hardly any water in the surface, they can do better and should have done better. I am very disappointed with the surface for test match cricket, after the first hour on the first day, that was it really. Sometimes, if a team
0: is low on confidence, they'll uh, they'd rather have a, a flat surface. But, but frankly, you know, on paper, and in, indeed not just statistically, but I mean, you'd fancy this West Indian pace attack over England's, wouldn't you? In the absence of uh, Broad and Anderson.
5: Yeah, it was a bit of a surprise for me, not having one of those two extremely great fast bowlers in the lineup. It was a shock. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad that
0: you were you were limited to uh, surprise that one is steered away by route in square on the offside it, it was it was it was a shock wasn't it 1100 wickets between them it's like you and Courtney
5: yes I, I, I believe that okay with Jimmy Anderson of course he's at the back end of his career so I expected him okay you're not gonna bring him to the Caribbean let him stay in India and put his feet up for a while get some rest and ready for the summer but at least Stuart Bohr should have been here.
0: Here's uh, Jason Holder's bowled him! He's gone straight through Zach Crawley with a Yorker. He's knocked the off stump out of the ground. That's come out of the blue. Unexpected super piece of bowling from Jason Holder. Not the pace, but the length was absolutely super. Looking for the Yorker and finding it. Off stump out of the ground. Well, we were not expecting that so currently, Ambrose.
5: Very, very well bowled by Jason Holder. I think he caught Zach Crawley by surprise because we haven't seen many Yorkers throughout this test match. And that was spot on, really caught Zach Crawley by surprise, Plugged the half out and his brilliant innings finally comes to an end. Success straight away for the West Indies. Can they build on this now going forward? Jason Holder then for the 13th over of his bowling. And that's an interesting
3: shot. Dan Lawrence is coming down the pitch to Jason Holder and that wasn't a slower ball that was the standard delivery stock delivery at about 127 k's and has just clattered it over extra cover and it goes away for four England 237 for
5: two making his intentions quite clear I am going to go on the attack now he's taking his headphones off I can say this I've just done a commentary
3: session with Sir Curtly Ambrose A man who ruined so much of the 1990s for me, from a cricketing point of view, inflicting scars and whatever, but one of my sporting heroes. Oh, wow. Did you have a poster up? I didn't quite go that far. Holder, in. (laughs) Oh, Lawrence! Clears the front leg out of the way. And he might have hit Jason Holder through the covers for four in the previous over. He's gone straight back over his head this time for the full maximum six. England's 250 is up with a wonderful shot from Dan Lawrence. Yeah, fantastic shot, this from Lawrence.
0: Here is Alzari Joseph once again to Joe Root. That's over pitch. Steered away by the England captain down to third man for the single which brings up his 24th Test 100. Off comes the helmet. No sign of a smile just yet from uh, Joe Root. Now there is. The gloves are off. He takes the necklace out of his shirt and gives it a kiss. I'm sure that is a, a family souvenir. Joe Root, 100 from 188 balls.
6: <laughs>
0: Wonderful innings, just the six fours. But he's worked hard, he's run hard and he has made an emphatic statement at number three. Fantastic to see. Joe Root, the England captain, batting
7: at three, scoring 100. He has looked fantastic from the minute he walked in. As you say, man, is so assured, calm, absolute quality,
0: never in trouble. Reverse sweep from Dan on, Lawrence. On. That's outrageous. That's absolutely outrageous. Four runs, first delivery, and Dan Lawrence has just reverse swept him with
4: nonchalance. To the boundary. Absolutely outrageous. Brilliant. In the air and gone. Dan Lawrence tried to get across his stumps to whip it into that leg side. He closed the face of the bat a little too early and a very simple catch has popped out to uh, Virasami Pamal at backward point. Lawrence uh, hangs his head but he need not because that was a really enterprising fantastic selfless inning from uh, the young lad from Chingford. Joseph, oh, he's bowled Joe Root round his legs. Better, much better tactics, much better thinking from Joseph. Use the conditions to your favour. Got the inswinger going. Root steps across his stumps to try to get it fine on the leg side. And he waltz past it. Joseph got the Yorker in. And uh, Joe Root stumps, middle and leg stumps are splayed apart. And now Zari Joseph has his second. Roach in. Stokes has got a hold of
3: this one, but he's got underneath it. It was an off break. It's not really gone anywhere, and Stokes will be caught by Shamar Brooks. About 20 meters in from the boundary, back behind the uh, bowler. Hits it dead straight to Stokes, and he is out for 13 at a runner ball, 312 for five. England are definitely trying to get on with this, definitely trying to get some kind of position to declare. Alsari Joseph then to start the 83rd over of this innings. And he goes in, inside edge of Fox's bat, chops it onto the stumps, middle pole lying out the ground. 314 for six. And it's just worth pointing out, the West Indies haven't taken the new ball. So they're actually doing this with the older ball and they're taking wickets and England, well, although they are putting runs on the board, they are now starting to lose them. And so the declaration might actually be taken out of their hands at this rate shortly,
0: Samuel. Yeah, excellent bit of bowling once again from Alzarri Joseph. Oh, hello. What? Joe Root's declaring. He's called them in. Nice. Joe Root's declared. Well, how about that? That's taken us all a, a little bit by surprise. Sir Curtly Ambrose has uh, joined us in the commentary box as well. England have declared. Sir Kirtley, I, I, we were all assuming that England would uh, definitely go until lunch, but
5: um, that's a pretty positive move, isn't it? Certainly a positive move, because I, I share the same sentiments. I figured they would, but until lunch, probably get to the 300 mark and then have two sessions to have a go at the West Indians. But we were all wrong. Captain Joe Root have different ideas, and he have now made a declaration. I would have a few minutes, maybe 10 or 15 minutes, a few overs to bowl the West Indians prior to lunch. That could be a little bit unsettling for the opening batsmen.
3: Here we go then, for the final time this morning. Leach in, solidly forward is uh, Campbell and you hear the umpire say time and that is lunch so we've reached the interval or the first interval for the uh, first time today on the final day of this test match England well they've given themselves a chance they've declared their first innings a second innings 349 for six Crawley with hundred and twenty-one Root 109 Lawrence 37 were the uh, significant contributors today uh, the bowling figures, well, Alzari Joseph finished with 3-4-78. So the target for the West Indies to win is 286. The target for England to win is 10 wickets. And that is still the case because the West Indies have gone to lunch, four without loss. You're listening to live and exclusive coverage of the West Indies against England on TalkSport 2.
4: Exclusive international cricket live. The West Indies versus England on TalkSport 2. England team are out there on the park. Chris Wokes has the ball in hand. Uh, openers Craig Brathwaite and John Campbell are at the crease for the West Indies. Campbell is uh, the left-hander who is at the non-striker's end. Skipper of the West Indies, Brathwaite, stands with his bat in right hand over his shoulder, rather like a, a bricklayer uh, with a hod full of uh, nice, shiny new bricks for whatever he might be building. Well, he's hoping to build a wall against England bowlers. Let's put it that way. Field for England at the moment is leg slip, two slips, gully, uh, and the only other man on the offside being uh, a mid-off. Uh, we've got mid on, and that is Joe Root, who's taken himself out of uh, the first-slip position. Johnny Bairstow is there in his stead. I think he wanted to, wanted to, to get closer to his bowlers during the course of uh, this innings, um, and we have uh, Ollie Pope on the field for Mark Wood. That's a real shame for England that Mark Wood won't be taking any further part in this contest. So Ollie Pope is at short mid-wicket. We've got a square leg in front a square, fine leg. And Chris Wokes is in and fires that down the leg side. Ben Fokes tumbles away to his left to gather it in. What did you make of the declaration? I thought it was a good one.
8: I thought it was a really good one. And fair play and congratulations and well done to Joe Root for <coughs> excuse me, having the foresight to, to you know in that he's going to need overs he's going to need overs it's a huge amount of of runs at a run rate that that England have set over for well four and over haven't had that throughout the test match and I also think that it's it's about scoreboard pressure for the West Indies to lose this game if they're dying a hole and all of a sudden to lose a couple of wickets go bang bang then all of a sudden the scoreboard pressure of the amount of overs left in the game that's what will
4: beat the West Indies Don't think the surface will beat them too much. Campbell has a massive swipe. It's a terrible shot. Oh, and Zach Crawley's put it down. There's an absolute hack that John Campbell has had at at Jack Leach there. And England should have had their first. Crawley had to sprint backwards. It it wasn't a dolly by any means. But once he'd made the ground, he really ought to have held on to it but that's one gone begging for england
8: it has one gone begging for england i just wonder if the winds had some effect the wind is zach crawley he's he's got to go down to his left then turn big man then get himself back up to try and make the ground he has done two three four strides and then he's then the wind i think has just drifted it back on him i'm not making any excuses he should have took the catch but then he's got to get his hands sorted. He didn't quite get it sorted. He got them in the wrong place. And all of a sudden, Jack Leach doesn't get the wicket. And when people will be wondering why that man is at deep mid-wicket for John Campbell. Well, it doesn't matter whether he's at deep wick- mid-wicket or not. John Pat Campbell is still going to try and play that big, booming shot. And that just down to pressure. Jack, Jack Leach put the ball in the right area. John Campbell...
4: Cracked under the pressure. It's a terrible stroke. It really was. Over the top from uh, Brathwaite. That's a really good shot. I mean, it's a risky one. Because he didn't uh, try to hit it for six. He wasn't uh, looking to, to clear the ropes. And it just got over the man at mid-on by probably, what, metre and a half? And then bumbled its way all the way out to uh, mid-on for a boundary. Leaches in. It's another... Oh, goodness, gracious me. Brathwick has tried to hit that over mid-on again and has leading-edged it, and it has gone over Ben Stokes at, at mid off. Stokes thought he was in business there for a second, but he just got enough of a piece of it, and it flew over the England vice-captain's head and has gone away for four. Dicey stuff. Have we got a game on? Are we going
8: for it? West Indian captain is the one that make that decision. It's just... <laughs> Manners, I don't know about you this this for me is all just a bit obvious from England it's just
7: you know they've they've, they've done it right all day don't get me wrong they've, they've they've come in they've attacked the West Indies they've got themselves in a position to declare and have a go at the West Indian batsman you know I'll give you an example Campbell can you remember them bowling over the wicket to Campbell at any stage they've come all the seam bowlers have come round the wicket to Campbell now there will be a plan there will be a strategy they obviously know that he's it's a weak area of, of his, whatever the analysts would have said previous before the test match. But he's lining it up pretty nicely. So why not go over the wicket? Just for an over. Change the field around. Do something. Because the pitch is not doing anything. We know that. So don't just set a ring field and keep bowling around the wicket and hope for him to do something different. Do you not think they could be a bit more proactive?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the, the, yeah, definitely Um, the the one thing that England have done when they need to make something happen or do something different uh, it's the the kind of um, modus operandi has usually been to throw the ball to Ben Stokes and say bowl short you know uh, the the Stokes bounce a barrage but the poor man bowled 28 overs in uh, the first innings and ah I see he's stretching can't just be
7: Ben Stokes when we need something to happen Right, these guys are here now. They're leading this attack. Fine, let's work on something. Defended by Campbell. Wokes again to Campbell. Round the wicket. Bowling into off-stump. Campbell steps forward and pushes it back to him. How many times have you said that? What about Wokes coming over the wicket? Take Take it to the slips. Try and swing it back into him. Or push the ball across him. Get him changing the angle. Having to open his stance up. Put a different fielder in. Put a short leg in. Put someone in front. Do something than just run up and bowl. Block. Run up and ball. Block.
0: Becoming a touch predictable. That's uh, angled in towards the pads, a little leg sideish, and it's uh, flicked away easily by John Campbell to Alex Lees, who's fielding at, at square leg. Even the Barmy army have uh, begun to doze off. I think they've uh, lost their enthusiasm for this.
7: And my main point here is England did the job. They got the declaration. That means they want to try and force a win. If you're going to try and force a win and you've done that, then you've got to try things. You've got to challenge the West Indian. The pitch is flat. We know that. Otherwise, why aren't you just sitting in the dressing room, feet up and let the West Indian bowlers do this and get exhausted for the second test? And I know if, if Joe Root was sat next to me right now, he would go, Matt, you know fully well, the best way to take wickets is to build pressure. And what we want to do is build pressure, set ring fields and not let the West Indian batsmen go anywhere, which they're not. They've got 35 runs, nearly 18 overs. And I, and I get that but England don't have time let's not keep doing the same thing I assume Leach will bowl round the wicket to the right hand and he'll bowl it into middle and leg and try and spin it past him why not let's bowl a different line throw it outside off stump get a silly point in front of the batsman change the angles do something slightly different
3: Leach for the final time this over. That's pitched outside leg stuff. That's whipped away through mid-wicket. It's going to make its way out towards the boundary and will beat the field. It's the end of the over. 42 without loss. The West Indies. John Campbell's just carved one up in the air. Can England get a fielder underneath this? No! Ben Stokes it was who gave it the biggest effort to get back going back from mid-off This is the thing about John Campbell. You always feel you're in the game when John Campbell's batting. He might just be a ball away from playing a shot. We've already seen him dropped on one when the score was on 12. He's had a great big hack at that one, and that's landed three metres away from Ben Stokes running backwards at mid-off. Leach in and again Campbell's playing an off-drive. That one he's played absolutely beautifully. It's a way for four. If there were ever two balls to show up John Campbell, one after the other, those are those two balls. Campbell's now 19, he's 49
0: not out. Here's Ben Stokes into uh, uh, John Campbell and uh, up goes the finger. LBW, it's hit him on the pad. We've become so used to uh, decisions being over, overruled in uh, this test match. We've had nine now. So uh, nobody's getting too excited. And uh, uh, is John Campbell going to review? He's, he's not. He's not. And well, that's a surprise
8: to me. I thought he would review this. He should review this. You're the one of the premier batsmen in the team. You're the captain. We've seen stranger things happen. And if you have an opportunity to take a review, I think he should have taken that absolutely in the end he decided not to maybe because of the height that he was hit but he has to go lbw to ben stokes for 33 of 82 deliveries the west indies they lose their first wicket that of the captain 59 for one
0: leach turns once again up to the crease balls, and that is driven up towards mid on and caught by craig overton i have to say that john campbell has interspersed long periods of stoic defense with three completely inexplicable hacks at uh, Jack Leach. First of which he was dropped, the second of which ballooned over the head of slip and this time he swung it to uh, mid on. And it's just, he seems to have a finite period of concentration and then he just has to have a swing. John Campbell and uh, on this occasion he's holed out to Craig Overton at mid on. Leach in, edge,
3: taken, catch, taken, Crawley's got one, England have got a breakthrough. Jack Leach, lovely bit of left arm spin bowling, flight, Finds the edge, just grazing the outside edge, and it only just carried to Zach Crawley. He's not had the easiest of matches in the field, but he takes that one. Brooks has gone for five, and the West Indies will go to t 65 for three.
1: If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com host. Quality sleep
5: is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side?
2: truly the best place to be a cricket fan
4: Exclusive International Cricket Live The West Indies versus England on Talk Sport 2
0: First ball after tea, and it's bowled by Craig Overton driven up towards mid-off and uh, there's no run Oh there's a big appeal for leg before because that's got to be out it's a horrible horrible shot from Jermaine Blackwood if he
6: hasn't hit it he's
0: gone But I think he has hit it I think he has hit it yeah
6: Hit it. Pitching in line, in back in line. Ricketts hitting. Can we go back to Greg on field? Greg, can you stay with your out decision? you on screen now. Signal.
0: Extraordinary there. Jermaine Blackwood took 1.4 seconds to review that.
7: Mm. He did. He did, and he got it horribly wrong, because that was out. Although, I, I just assumed he must have hit it, because he reviewed it so quickly. But Jermaine Blackwood has to go for two, just the three balls. West Indies now 67 for four and keeping England interested. Crawley at slip, Bairstow at leg slip.
3: Oh, oh that's taken on the pad by Jason Holder. England are wanting that as an LBW. Oh, it looked like it might be sliding down. Now England have got a decision to make here. They only have one review left. Ten Joe Root is asking the question. He's gone to the Brains Trust. 5
9: seconds
3: five seconds, four, three, Joe Ruiz decided not to. I'm gonna say, because we're now gonna see it, I think they've made the right call. To me that looked like it was going down. We got the first replay come up and it's taken Jason Holder, it's just on the front pad brushed the uh, right hand side of it There was no bat on it, but you can just see the base of leg stump between bat and pad, which I think, once they put the technology, it will confirm that it was going down the leg side. So that's a good non-review from England for me. Well, at least they're creating some doubt and some appealing opportunities, Matt. That's that's all they can be doing, really, at this stage. Exactly that, yep. Just keep building pressure. I think I probably know the answer to this question, Sir Curtly, but did anyone ever stand up to you as a wicket keeper?
5: No, never. <laughs> there was there was one instance where Westonies played Australia in Grenada, a one-day game, and uh, the batsman Darren Lehman, I think it was, was batting out of his crease. Yeah, Darren Lehman was batting out of his crease. He played very well on a very, very slow pitch. And Jimmy Adams, who was the keeper at the time, came to me and said... You know, he's batting out of his crease. You want me to stand up? And of course my pride wouldn't allow that. I told him, it's okay, you stay where you are. I've got a funny feeling the end to that story is and I got him out shortly after anyway. Lovely take from folks
3: standing up as uh, Holder is beaten on the outside edge, whips off the bails. Holder hadn't gone
5: anywhere though. No, it could be very embarrassing for me to, to check the scorecard and to see Darren Lehman stomped Jimmy Adams, ball Kirtley Ambrose. No, that's not a nice ring to it, no.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Was Geoffrey Dujon much of a a talker and an
5: applauder and uh, the other wicket keepers that that you had in those Great West Indies sides? No, Geoffrey Dujon wasn't a big talker. Well, to be honest, most of the keepers that I've played with never really said a lot. They really encourage you, of course, but they're not really big on talking. Most of the talking comes from the slip feelers and the other feelers in the outfield,
9: I, I think I found the scorecard that uh, Kurtley Ambrose was just talking about with us, where he declined the offer to have a wiki keeper come up to the stumps. Uh, he said he was bowling to Darren Lehman. Darren Lehman made 110 in that game. Who got him out? Yes, he was not I, out.
5: <laughs> I, I, I can't remember, but he did score 100. Yeah,
9: yeah, a big win, big win by a I'm not, not saying it was your fault, Kurtley. Not saying that your ego got in the way of you winning that game. I'm just <laughs> merely saying that the here is a scorecard.
5: <laughs> check, check, check on my figures. See, see if I bowled well or not.
9: You went for 47 in your 10, which for you was quite expensive.
0: But uh, in for a normal bowler, that's probably about par. <laughs> do you Do you recall, by the way, your longest innings in, in Test cricket? Jared Kimber's going to find it for us. But but just off the top of your head, do you? What do you recall how many balls you faced in your in your longest test innings?
5: I have no idea (laughs) Not even the opposition (laughs) you must recall the test match. Yes, I've scored a test 50 my only test 50 I've I've had a few 40s as well You know, but I don't know how I don't know which one I have no idea because I usually get my ones rather quickly anyway
0: you usually do, but I remember <laughs> you
5: playing a couple of quite long
0: defensive innings as well. Jar- Jared's got the info, Kirtley. Uh, longest innings was that 50, actually.
9: It was uh, 53 oh, yeah, of 110 balls. Uh, but there's a couple of 15 or 50 balls and 16 or 55 balls scattered around. Uh, 22 off uh, 63 as well. Oh, yes. well Forward come on, comes on. Jason Holder playing defensively right, again to Wokes. No run. 1998 was a very stoic year for Kirtley Ambrose. He had uh, 43 off 98 uh, against England in Trent Bridge, and then at Port of Spain it was a 31 off 83. So that that was, and also a 40. He made a 44 against Australia that same year. So that was his that was his batting year. It certainly sounds well, like I, it.
5: Well, there you go. So I, I could, but for long, if I wanted to.
9: That, that was uh, that was quite early on. Oh no, 98. Oh, you can. Oh, sorry, it was, it, there were some 88 years in there as well. So early on, there were some very big scores. And then after a while, you just uh, spent all your time with the bowling.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, that's something I've always said to people. The first half of my career, I used to bat a lot better. And then the second half, my batting just, well, I was useless. Most, mo- most of the time, the second half. Maybe I spent too much time in the field bowling frustration maybe with my with, with my bassmen so i don't know but the first half i was a much better batsman than i was during my second half
0: serious question uh currently did you bat less in the nets in the second half of your career i mean did you did, did you practice less uh, you know though back then in the in the 90s um you know there were there were less net bowlers weren't there that you you basically had to sort of bowl you know, you used to have to have your own bowlers bowling to you, so it was always difficult. I mean, you'd spend most of the time bowling, and then maybe in the second half of your career, you didn't fancy a
5: bat. Well, that, that's, that's a good question, because throughout my career, I, I never really batted that much in the nets. I hated to be in the nets. I just feel a bit enclosed. I, I don't feel right about it. I never liked the nets anyway. I always have this saying, I'll take my chance in the middle. So I've never won for bat in the Nets as much as some guys do. So it was never for me. I feel too, you know, like, like, I don't know. I I don't feel as free as I would like to be when I'm in the Nets. So I haven't, I never really did it much throughout my career. That I took my chances in the middle.
0: Claustrophobia. I mean, you're not the only one at all. It's that, it's, um, It's a phenomenon that uh, you're not really in control of and uh, it's not just bowlers who who have that feeling. They're they're a batsman as well who just feel trapped, you know? Like, I mean, after all, it is a net that you're behind and you're trapped in there.
5: And and to add to that, sometimes you're you're facing the bowler and the batsman and maybe both sides of you hitting the ball and sometimes in the corner of your eye, you see the batsman playing a big stroke and you tend to you know, just I, I just I never liked it, you know, I never liked it. Holder, who again has, has wandered off away towards square leg. is just
4: taking his time to settle himself before retaking his guard. A statuesque figure standing there with his bat in the air. He crouches down, he's left that and it's hit him in the pad. Oh my goodness me, he's played no stroke to a ball that he's gone back to and it's hit him on both pads. England have only got the one review left. There was no move from Greg Brathwaite, the standing umpire. Three seconds, says Brathwaite. The timer ran out on the big screen. Brathwaite has given England five more seconds, but they've decided not to review it. Goodness me, that was a, a moment. Holder seems to have a brain fade, Steve Harmison. It oh did, it just seemed to leave it. it. was going down leg side. He's hitting the stumps again. Jack Leach has barely misses the stumps. Oh, it's no. hit the top of leg stump. Flush
3: as well. Flush. Light starts to go. Off the back foot is Bonner, and that's wide of point. And it's away for four. Well, Bonner isn't all about blocking and dogmatic and bloody-minded approach all the time. That was slightly short and wide. It's a really good shot off the back foot. Opens the face, times it through point, and it's away for four. a little bit of air on that occasion. Holder did push at that one into the offside. And Bairstow takes evasive action at silly Midoff And it will trickle all the way to the boundary. And Jeetan Patel, the England spin bowling coach, has just sprinted to get that ball to throw it back. As if there's a sense of urgency. Leech around the wickets. Well, that was actually steered just wide of slip by Bonnet. Zach Crawley will turn around and head off after the ball. And the last three deliveries have cost England nine runs. It's the end of the over, 147. four so that is it from one end of the grounds we have six deliveries to go 147 for four of the west indies so basically england have to take a wicket with every ball here otherwise the last 45 minutes have been entirely wasted time
7: there'll be a reason why joe root is doing this i don't know what that reason is but i'd love to find out they're not miles behind on the over rate,
9: and it's just a way of getting
7: well, it back up as aggregate g- for the match. I was is, is did they have to get overs back? Did there, there, There's got to be a reason for it.
9: But they're both stoked, so they weren't really getting through their overs quickly, were they? Yeah. There's no other logical idea.
3: So here we go, then. Got to be a wicket. It's not. Mona plays it out on the onside. Now, there are six wickets needed. There's five balls left, and Zach Crawley's... what? Zach what? Crawley at Slipper taking his cap off as if to say, th- Foulkes, I think that's ben it. Ben Fox
7: has taken his inner glove off. Waiting. <laughs> well, and that's have.
3: it. That's it. They have now taken it to the very end degree. Waited till it was physically impossible for the game to finish in a positive outcome for England. England have taken it as far as they humanly could there were five balls left in the game with the West Indies 147 for four they've been set a target of 286 after England declared their second innings on 349 for six Brathwaite was dismissed for 33 Campbell for 22 Brooks for five Blackwood for two as the West Indies was 67 for four at one stage But Bonner and Holder have seen them through to the close. 147 for four in their second innings in 70 overs and one ball. So the West Indies finished 139 runs short. The first match of this three-match series for the Richards-Botham Trophy has finished in a draw. So tomorrow, the two teams will decamp They will head to Barbados, still level at 0-0 with two games to play. Let's ignore the last hour or so, Matt Pryor. Give me your thoughts from an England performance
7: over the four and a bit days then. Yeah, so I think after the first hour or session of play on day one, if you gave England a commanding position on day five and an outside chance of winning, they would have bitten your hand off. So... Barring the first session, losing those four quick wickets, I think England have done, done well. I think that nice to see them scoring runs, getting big totals. Johnny Bairstow, obviously that 100 that in the first things was, was absolutely fantastic. Joe Root, the skipper, leading from the front, moving to three, getting a century to his name is all good news. There will be areas that England need to look at. The bowling is the obvious one, certainly Wokes and Overton. In Wokes, Wokes in particular had a had a pretty poor, pretty quiet game, but lots of positive to uh, take for the England team from this. So England won the toss and
3: decided to bat. Five days ago they were 311 all out. In response, the West Indies posted 375. England. Second innings, 3.49 for six declared. It means uh, the West Indies needed 2.86, as I said. They finished 147 for four. So it's a draw. It's Barbados on Wednesday. We'll be back, of course, in plenty of time for the toss and the first ball on that one to bring you this series exclusively live on TalkSport 2. <laughs>
0: Uh, Jason Holder's bowled him. He's gone straight through Zach Crawley with a
4: Yorker. He's knocked the off stump out
0: of the ground. That's come out of the blue. Very, very well bowled by Jason Holder. I've just done a commentary session with Sir Curtly
3: Ambrose. Oh, wow. Did you have a poster up? Didn't quite go that far. Holder in. Oh, Lawrence clears the front leg out of the way. He's gone straight back over his head this time for the full maximum six.
0: That is straight out of the 2020 handbook. Here Here's is Alzari Joseph once again to Joe Root. That's over pitched, steered away by the England captain down to third man for the single, which brings up his 24th Test 100. Absolute quality. Never in
4: trouble. Reverse sweep from Dan on, Lawrence. On. That's outrageous. That's absolutely outrageous. <laughs> oh boy, that is magnificent. Let me try to do it justice. Think Viv Richards back in the day. That is what Dan Lawrence has just done to vir- Sammy Pumult. Yeah, beautiful shots. Little flighted nine iron going with the wind. Just dragging it back. Drifting it back with a little bit of fear towards the flag. In the air and gone. Lawrence uh, hangs his head, but he need not because that was a really enterprising, fantastic, selfless inning. Joseph, oh, he's bowled Joe Root round his legs. Stokes has got a hold of this one, but he's got underneath it. It was an off break. It's not really gone anywhere, and Stokes will be caught
3: by Shemar Brooks. Alsari Joseph then to start the 83rd over of this innings. And he goes in inside Fox's bat, chopped it onto the stumps, middle pole lying out the
4: ground. Oh, hello. What? Joe Root's declaring. Nice. Joe Roach declared. Campbell has a massive swipe. It's a terrible shot. Oh, and Zach Crawley's put it down.
0: Here's Ben Stokes into uh, uh, John Campbell, and uh, up goes the finger. Leach in. Edge
3: taken. Catch taken. Crawley's got one. England have got a breakthrough. Brooks has gone for five, and the West Indies will go to T
0: 65 for three. Oh, that's a big appeal for leg before wickets, that's gotta be out. That's a horrible, horrible shot from Jermaine Blackwood. Jermaine Blackwood has to go
7: for two of just the three balls. West Indies now 67 for four and keeping
4: England interested. standing there with his bat in the air. Crouches down, he's left that and it's hit him in the pad. Oh my goodness me. He's played no stroke to a ball that he's gone back to and it's hit him on both pads. Rathwaite has given England five more seconds, but they've decided not to review it. Goodness me, that was a, a moment. It's no. hit the top of leg
3: stump. Flush as well. Flush. They have now taken it to the very nth degree, waited till it was physically impossible for the game to finish. In a positive outcome for England, England have taken it as far as they humanly can. Could. The first match of this three-match series for the Richards Botham
1: Trophy has finished in a draw. Joel Root, the England captain, is here. Joel, your feeling on the outcome of the game?
10: I'm, I'm really proud of the team today. Um, I think, the, well, throughout the week, actually. You know, from that first hour, we found ourselves in a tricky spot. I think the character we showed, the, the skill level, the, the calm nature about it, especially off the back of the previous tour, to not panic. Um, and to get ourselves back in the game, a brilliant innings from Johnny, uh, ably assisted by a couple of guys down the order. But throughout the game, I think we got better and better. Um, on a very docile wicket for our seamers to, to apply themselves as they did. I thought Leachu was brilliant as well. Gave us great options in the first innings, holding holding the game really well. And then, you know, obviously taking wickets today. Uh, I can't fault any of the efforts of anyone. Zach to play how he did as well. Was a magnificent knock, so a really pleasing. A lot of good signs going into the rest of the series. How tough was it without Mark Wood? Yeah, I mean, uh, on that sort of wicket, um, that extra bit of pace and with the reverse is is exactly what you what you want, and you think that's probably going to be the most effective option. So it's it's just, disappointing, um, but it's not Mark's fault. You know, you can't help getting injuries within games. It's really um, you know, he's hurting as much as anyone in terms of. Um, Missing out to today and not being able to contribute, but we'll have to assess how he is when we get to Barbados and then um, see, see from there. Centurions, apart from yourself, Johnny and uh, Zach, your thoughts? No, I thought they were magnificent. I thought they played really well. I think Johnny, to read the game and play uh, that kind of innings in that situation, showed great maturity um, and you could see that he'd taken a lot of confidence from the way he played at the back end of Australia and then. Um, you know I think that was a fantastic knock in the circumstances and then Zach again off, off the back of a lean year last year showed a huge amount of character to stand up as you know one of the more senior senior batters now uh, within this team it was really important that um, he played an uh, in innings like that M- more for himself not, not not necessarily for the rest of us we know how talented he is and what he's capable of but you know it was really really pleasing to see him uh, right at the top of his game again and, and hopefully he'll really kick on now from that. Tell me about that necklace that you've got. Now. <laughs> that, that's uh, something my kids made me before before coming out. So um, my little boy made it for me. So it's just uh, I miss them obviously at home. So yeah, just uh, a nice little acknowledgement to them.
1: All right. Look forward to the rest of the Test series for me. The next Test in Barbados. What are you expecting?
10: Um, I'm expecting another brilliant Test match. So I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really pleased, as I say, at the effort. The attitude was was exceptional and also the support that we've had throughout this game. It's been so good to see English fans travelling again and, and enjoying themselves and enjoying the Caribbean, and, and I'm sure they'll be in the forces again
1: uh, out in Barbados, so we're really gave, looking forward to that. Yeah, they gave it a great atmosphere. Congratulations on your 100, and uh, all the best in Barbados. Cheers, thank you very much. Thank you. Joe Root, England's captain, and now Craig Brathwaite, the West Indies captain, joins us.
6: Hard fought draw? Yeah, hard fought. You know, five days um, you know it's it's hard work and we sure we had we fight this game i thought it was a very good effort from you know the bowling group and and the batters to come about the last day as well any other areas
1: or what are the areas that you feel were very well done and what you need to do better
6: i think for us is we were good with the new ball i think in the in the middle when the ball wasn't doing much um you know we could find ways to be a little tighter I think at Pierce we were a little too high, 3.5 runs or no So I think once you could bring that down throughout the innings, uh, that may build a little more pressure and be able to get, you know, those five, six wickets, you know, a little easier in the, in the middle.
1: Your thoughts on Nkrumah Bana? I mean, what is it, 493 deliveries faced in this match? It's like looking in a mirror for
6: you, I, I suppose. Well, yeah, I think he's even better than me, to be honest. Uh, I remember before the game, he, he told me 300 balls, you know, the aim. And, you know, so just the determination he had, you know, was an example for us, you know, from the first innings. And today he came again and really showed his worth. And, you know, he's he's special. He has a special mindset. And to be honest, he set set the example for us to follow. That is the end of the presentation. And
1: uh, we look forward to seeing these two teams in the next Test match.